You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hooray! Delicious Volume 1, Life Tastes Good, is finally at Amazon United States. What is delicious, you ask? Imagine a land where all your favorite foods live as human girls. Here in charming a la carte, under the floating city of heavenly delight, we meet Ramen, a young cook trying to run a restaurant with her family of pastas as they end up in all sorts of wacky adventures and hijinks as these strong, eccentric characters pursue their dreams and passions. Delicious is a beautifully drawn comedy series, which is now finally available to buy in the United States. Click on the banner on one of us, order today, and join in the fun now, because Delicious Volume 2, Yum Yum Yum, is coming really soon. A perfect gift for your child, or those of you who are forever young at heart. One of us strongly recommends this one. Hey, good evening, good morning, or whatever. I don't fucking care where you live. Welcome to the Screener Squad. Today I have Frank and Elliot. My name's Chad. We're talking White Lotus Season 2. Gentlemen, did you guys watch White Lotus Season 1? You bet your ass. Yes, I was on the review. Great. You guys (laughs) completed the bare minimum. All right. (laughs) But for those of you who don't know what White Lotus is, it's a HBO Max show. The first season of White Lotus took place on Hawaii, and it basically just showed the inner workings of what it, you know, is to work at a fancy resort dealing with, think of like clerks, but with a $10,000 per head minimum. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, But like a little bit classier. Uh, and the first better season, food. yeah, better food, <laughs> amenities, nobody's taking all the Gatorade anyways. Yeah. The end of season one ends with a death. I think, I mean, I can't remember correctly cause I, I didn't rewatch this first series to it, prep it for did, this. I, it did. Uh, I, both I, of them I, start with a dead body. Yeah. The, yeah. Who's, who's done it? Who's you know? done it? When did they do or, it? Where did they do it? Or it's more just, importantly, more intriguingly rather, who's the dead body? Right. Yeah. Which is yeah. the which is the the real mystery. And uh yeah, no, that, that that's I mean, that just keeps you like, oh, 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 every episode. So the first season it was like there's a dead body and everybody's like, Oh and then you know, Mike White when he got all the money and awards thrown at him when they're like, We need a season two, it's like, uh, okay. How about there are four dead bodies? And you're like, Oh, okay. Right off the bat, I, I and I'm just going to speak my mind a little bit here, and then I'll throw it back at you guys. But I know we kind of, I think it was you and I, Elliot. Elliot, and, unless you change your mind since the last time we talked, you said you kind of were disappointed or didn't like it as much. And I don't think, and that's a that's a fine opinion. It's a, it's a fine opinion, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but do, do, do you share it? No. I mean, <laughs> I, I it's definitely, like, not as good. And I think it's because I'm more forgiving for the fact that 
you know, these miniseries, when they get really popular and then HBO's like, all right, well, here's more money, make a sequel. And I don't think that first one, you know, you couldn't make a sequel happening, another murder happening or another death happening at that same resort. Right. So to put it at another resort and kind of put it in the same universe, but with new characters, it's super hard to do. But I think he did the best he could. I don't think the resolution um, and the character resolutions are as strong as the first season, but I I definitely was excited and I definitely felt tense and I, I had my guesses going. And that's the other thing too, like with that first season, not that that type of premise hasn't been done before, but we didn't really know what to expect from this show. And it was kind of a surprise, right? Now we know the world a little bit and how Mike White wants to play with our minds. It was kind of easier for me this time around to kind of like maybe make more guesses or like, you know, armchair quarterback some ideas uh, instead of that first round where I was just kind of like letting it absorbing it, you know? Yeah, no, I'm kind of more on um, on the side that this is uh, not as uh involving as as the first season it's still it's still well written it's well paced it's well acted it's well plotted i think that he had really no choice but to do it at another resort and another um wait you know another like, uh, like no- sandals uh, uh jamaica versus sandals uh yeah guadalajara exactly exactly i yeah, yeah. i've never yeah <laughs> i've been to all the sandals before yeah because a the coincidence would just would have been just too much yeah but um I think it would also been like a, too much of a, of a retread in general, but I think it works to make it this like, like uh, a chain of the, the, you know, like a, a chain within this, this universe and where this sort of like falls a little bit short. And I hate to use that phrase is the fact that the first season we, we, we were, we didn't know what the tone was, what the flow was going to be. The fact that every character there has moments where they shine and where where they don't shine so much in terms of um uh, morality or admiration or what what have you um here it's less of a surprise i think we we know the the blueprint even though there are elements here and twists here that he does that that are you know unique to this story um i it doesn't have the same like sort of sucker punch that the first one had because we sort of like know like the Mike white roadmap in terms of what he's going to do with these kinds of people who have these sort of like gray moral compasses and um, in, you know, this sort of like lap of luxury. Um, That being said, it's still, it's still like immensely watchable. I feel. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, I I definitely didn't. um, Oh, I, I was an overall negative on this season. I was, entertained by it i agree it it falls short of the first season um i think the first season really for all its faults in the scripts had really strong characters for the most part and really strong performances and i think there's a lot of and i and and i sort of think and it paid off its characters better i think there was a lot of dead ends in this season i agree wasted narratives that didn't make a lot of sense Mm -hmm. um well and they seemed predictable too yeah like i i saw a few of them coming i'm like oh well obviously yeah i'm thinking specifically of the lucia and mia uh subplot Mm kind of never really got off the ground or went anywhere um 
Valentina was support supposed to be the um the Murray of this season and that's a that's a complaint i have because i think the best part of that first season was that in it felt like a 50 50 split between being a hotel staff worker for a bunch of rich idiots and then the rich idiots yeah and their dumb shit and this felt like it was a more 75 25 split you know had, had we not had the two like uh call girl characters it probably that would have made more room for more like you know for other characters you know who are staff hotel staff that you know just or at least allowed more like time with valentina to explore like that side because it was more evenly split and i think that that's another reason it was so successful the first time around because you did see like how um that world just got to uh to belinda and to armand um the first time right here it's just like glimpses every once in a while through valentina's eyes and it's not even really that much of an insight maybe maybe he felt like he said all of that the first season Mm -hmm. i I don't know okay let me back up a should there have been a sequel and b if so should there be another sequel um bonus points where's the next white lotus my boyfriend thinks it's going to be in the maldives because they Oh, they hint to that, yeah. Yeah, but then he would not use those two, those couple. He would not put those two couples together again for another season uh, for us to do. No, thank you. He would not do. He was like that. That would be like retread all caps neon sign. I don't think a a second season was a waste of time. I would watch a third season, but I don't think anyone is crying out for it. Is is as strong as it's kind of been in pop culture. Like it, it it hasn't been in the ears of everyone like that first season was. Mm Yeah, um, I, I kind of feel like it'll be the same thing when um, Squid Game season two comes out. Like yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna hype it hard, and it's gonna be like, eh, oh, know. and um, um, Aspen. Yeah, yeah, I was hearing that, or maybe somewhere in Southeast Asia. Yeah, I mean, I I I like this season. Um, it could have been done better. It could have been a lot lot worse, also. But yeah, um, <laughs> I got for Jennifer Coolidge. And Aubrey Plaza. Exactly. Yeah, I think yeah. I think probably without them, this would have been a lot lesser, in my opinion. But I, um, but I, come on, what about Michael and Pier Leone? Like, well, so, I was excited to see him back on an HBO. Yeah, me too. Uh, and I thought that whole storyline with him and his father and his son was kind of squandered. Um, kind whole, of tripped at the end there. It, it did. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah with them. It just kind of felt very anticlimactic and I think like yeah all the, with the thud for me the um, sort of like familial like um get getting to get reacquainted with each other again and the sort of like bonding um the, the, those moments were never really that were never really that strong no. um they never really hit home I don't know about you. I, I don't have any like I, I, I'm mixed blood everywhere, you know. <laughs> Basically western Europe. My family Same. fucked everywhere. But like I, and I, I I know a lot of people that are Italian where I grew up from in Kenosha. There's a lot of Italians in Kenosha, Wisconsin. But I know a lot of people who did that who are like, oh, we're going to go and like go where my great grandparents came from and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, I think in those situations, they actually, you know, maybe called ahead and found a local historian or people, you know what I mean? Like didn't just show up to a rando's doorstep saying without an interpreter going right. like, hey. I'm family. 
Bada bing. Well, they, they also they also didn't even like they, they were at the resort for like a couple of days before they decided to drive out and find this family, which I thought was kind of weird because that seemed to be the whole point of their trip. But yeah, I think that would be something that they would like put in, put into motion before they even get there, you know, like yeah. pre-plan before they even left the States. Sorry, Ted. Or even bare minimum, like get to the area and take those extra couple days. Like, okay, maybe now we find like they did all that research in that day trip. You know what I mean? They should have done that first. Mm -hmm. And then like, okay, we have our information. Now we go, whatever. I'm not going to nitpick an imaginary scenario in a fucking TV series. But uh, (laughs) I think I want another season. Like, I like the idea of this being like an anthology, you know, murder who done it, but would just spoil rich people. But I again, I just, you know, the more we milk this thing, is it just going to progressively get worse? Like what? OK, another hypothetical question. What could you change? Just something simple. It doesn't have to be like change the whole premise, but like a simple thing that could be changed um, for a season three, because it seems like we're just we're all like slightly underwhelmed. What would I change? I I just encourage Mike White to spend a little bit more time in the writing room, um, you know, fleshing out these characters and really thinking about what he's trying to say. Um, but you know, I I like a lot of the sort of murder mystery aspects of the show. Um, maybe some of it was a little slow to get off the ground here, but this uh, when it's effective, it it's, it's it's when it's effective, it is pretty effective, and that's why you know I'm not totally down on the season. Um, I thought we haven't even talked about. Uh, Portia and Tanya, which I thought was one of the stronger aspects, especially with Portia. Goes it was, it, it was, but that damn, if that didn't take a while to finally get, yeah, get, get going. And I think that on a similar note to what you said, I think what I would change, uh, for season three, what I would want, you know, alter for season three rather is, um, I'd want greater stakes for some of the characters. Mm-hmm, definitely. And, um, and like we, uh, said before, uh, better resolution. Um, and I don't know if like, like, for example, the two couples that, you know, they um, went through uh, so much uh, that really sort of defined to them and to us who they were as couples and what makes them function as couples. The big gut punch I had from that first season, and I can't remember the character's name, but it was the wife, the newlywed wife of the big douchebag oh, and how um, she yeah. wanted to get Alexander a job. Daddario. Yeah, yeah. Alexandra Daddario's character like her she she had this trajectory as a character and all the way to the end she was going to fight for herself and then she gave up and like that that, that hurt to watch on that was uh, the only like for me that was the only like really false moment really it, yeah it, that really was that that i cuz that was I, I i bought everything else i bought everything that everybody did um uh, in court, according to who they were I didn't buy that. I didn't buy that she, you know, having spent that much time with that character would have made that decision. I just, I, you know what I mean? I, I thought that, cause I, I did expect her to fight for herself all the way through. I bought know? it because it seemed like a pretty human kind of moment. I think we're used it, to the kind I th- of raw, I think it was raw very, fight back, but I, you know, it, it felt very human that even after all of this, she might. I think for me, it felt, it felt really, and because I'm, I'm so anti-cynicism, I, anyone knows me, I, I put cynicism and entitlement right after racism. It's polluting our world, it's polluting, <laughs> polluting our society. And that just felt like such a cynical move to me uh, for, that, for that character. 
uh, on my on Mike White's part. And so, yeah, that that I, I've watched the the season that season twice. I, I I introduced to my boyfriend, and I just hated when that moment came up. And it just it just felt like like no, she would not do that. It Mike seems White. like it's always been a pretty divisive moment. <laughs> it is yeah. a divisive moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's we're talking oh, about it. That's oh, exactly the point. <laughs> look at us back on season one. Back on season one. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's a little more interesting to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say it was at least on my top five favorite shows. Might have been in my top three. Pretty much everybody. Yeah, yeah and that, is, and that's the thing. Like it, it was, it was hot. It yeah. was so hot. Um, so the fact that they threw this together quickly and got F. Murray Abraham and John Grease and Michael Imperioli and Aubrey Plaza. It felt nice going back. It felt nice having a new scenery. Um, I love the uh, B team shooting all the the you know 60 frame 120 frame motion uh ocean i was gonna say motion of the ocean <laughs> you can say that <laughs> uh, like all the visuals that accompany this to help set up those tense moments and uh i don't think we reiterated at the top but each episode is a day uh mm, i love in the that life device of, i love and that. I, yeah, I love it i love it i think it's gonna be hard to live up to that first season like i had so much fun just playing in that world and the fact that mike white has made a lot of movies that like i quote orange county all the time and like it, i wish i could just quote it to you randomly because i quote it and nobody laughs and it makes me because sad because that's what you do after high school <laughs> <laughs> mike white has uh, formed part of my film brain and I, I owe him allegiance to any i mean i don't if you make something shitty i'm not gonna be like oh you gotta watch it because it's you know he made it but like nah, yeah he, that first season of white lotus is so good i owed him to watch and review this one i don't know what rating i gave it last time i want to say it was probably like a nine nine and a half out of ten so i'm gonna say or you know what you do the research people you to figure out what I said and do one less of that. Uncle fuckers. So whatever number I have, one less uncle fuckers. That's very convoluted and you're welcome. I like this season. I like Mike White as a writer. I think sometimes he's biting off more than he can chew or maybe. How dare you? We were kind of talking about how he had time to sort of marinate and form that first season through the covid pandemic um and like a lot of hits um the studio wants to push out the sequel really quick and i you know maybe, maybe this is a um victim of that but it is I, I, I a do little think, bit I, I do think the writing is just not where it was the first season i think there's several characters that just don't work um namely valentina Lucia and Mia. Um, I I think that the uh, Dam and Ca- uh, Cam and Daphne and Ethan and Harper storyline was pretty interesting. I I like the ambiguity he's playing with there. Um, I like a lot of the. There's some shots, 
sort of from inside a person's head that are really interesting. Um, this this whole show is beautiful. That's maybe its strongest suit, is that it just looks gorgeous. I mean, it's in fucking Palermo. Yeah, this just did not gel as well as the first season did. Um, and, and I was really, I was really rooting for this show the whole time, and it just kept falling short in places or just doing weird things. Um, but it's also got a great cast, so it's it's really this weird balancing act. I think there's a lot of weak parts to this and a lot of really strong parts to this. I hope Mike White takes a bit more time. Um, and I'm going to give this seven and a half out of ten uh, porcelain heads. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we've all sort of mirrored why why this worked and didn't work for us. Um, I echo a lot of what you guys say. I, I I love that device of every day, every episode being a day. Um, I love the whodunit aspect of this, and not really necessarily whodunit, but <laughs> who is it? <laughs> really, it's like who's not going to make it to the end of their vacation? It's awesome, um, and I, I I do love I, I love the the different location, different different cast every season because that is like the hotel life, you know, not to go off, sound like a romantic here, but you do go into, when you say at hotel, it is people who are just like passing ships and they've all got their own little um, adventures and dramas and, you know, trials and triumphs and all the above. And you never know because you are just so, you know, you're in this like isolated sort of mentality. You're in this like little bubble when you're when you're on vacation and you don't really notice any but you know other people around you um if unless they're they're with you traveling with you so i love all i love the ensemble aspect of this i think that i think that mike white really has a handle on ensemble pieces i think the first season is just too strong it's just too strong and this and and this if someone watched this season alone like you know first and you, 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 you totally could, except for like um, uh, a reference that Tanya makes to Belinda later on down the line. There's nothing to connect to these two, and you know her husband. There's nothing really that connects these two seasons. If someone watched this, if watched season two, um, not having watched season one, they would think this is a great show, and it is a great show because Mike White is a good writer. He knows how to, you know, spin a yarn. He knows how to balance different. Um, plot lines he knows how to make characters who are not likable or unlikable they're not black they're not white you know they all live in the middle and that's what makes them so interesting um i think the stakes could be higher i think the resolutions could be better um but you know this is this is still quality television and i you know i it, it does far more right than it than it does wrong um so I got to give this uh, eight out of 10 um, lines. My favorite line that Tanya says in the whole, in the whole series, help these gays. They're trying to murder me. See, see gay. See gay. These gays are trying to murder, which is now a meme. So actually eight out of 10 memes. I've shared that like so many times now, eight out of 10 um, memes of, Tanya crying out that these gays are trying to murder her. Season three, come on, Mike White, let's go to Aspen. Oh guys- yeah, that's see, that's what we got to do. We got to switch it up from like a beach resort. Like I've seen enough beaches. Yeah, 
Get me some snow, buddy. I'm not at. So, like, yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) 